the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, let's get to it. It's a Wednesday edition of the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, Joe and Duck will be on uh, here in a little bit. We're out at Duck's Garage uh, in uh, the Benton area today. As, uh, he's welcoming uh, all of his customers and and uh, his suppliers and things. They've Too bad they've already packed up all the food. There's some really good fish, good hush puppies, things of that nature here earlier and an ice cream sandwich. It was a, a good get-together. A lot of people were here, and uh, now they're back to doing what they do best, and that's fix people's cars and trucks here uh, at Duck's Garage. Duck could join us a little later on in the show, but he's done a real good job. He, he should get into radio. He went out and talked to the movers and shakers here in the area, and we've got uh, Alan Scott with us right now, the mayor of Bryant, who has joined us. And uh, how you doing today? I'm doing good, except for a little bit of weather. Yeah, you know, it's a little yeah, damp outside. Well, we could always use a little rain, right? Well, maybe, but let's wait about a month or two. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I read an article yesterday that they said that we're in a mini El Nino now, and that it's going to be wetter than it normally is all the way up to July. Then they said expect extreme drought. And hot temperatures. I, I heard the same thing the other day, and that's kind of not that's not good for anybody around here because no. there's a whole lot of construction going on around. Well, a so. lot of construction, and for the farmers, and I mean, people don't think about this, but agriculture is still one of the main, yes. you know, businesses of this state, and it's hard to get your crops in the field and and get them growing if they're drowning. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I was actually talking to uh, Leslie Rutledge yesterday, and she said her husband, who happens to be a farmer, is having an awful time getting his soybeans in. So Yeah, he's walking out in the field knee-deep in muck. That's exactly what <laughs> he's doing, absolutely doing that. So let's talk about what's happening over in Bryant. You know, Bryant, for the last few years, has been on fire as benton has caught on fire as well right you know is it still going as strong as it is has been over the last i don't know six eight years well looking at construction wise it definitely has because some of the things that we have going on right now is we have a new heart hospital being built in in our city right actually on the edge of the brenton benton bryant city limits okay. but it happens to be in bryant so that's that's something that'll bring a lot of business into we got a new new roads being constructed. We have a lot of expansion on the schools and a variety of other things. So it, it is staying real busy. And uh, never mind the traffic on Highway Five when the construct since the construction started there as well. So. Right. Well, you get down here in Benton, they got you know a big hit now as they're starting to build on and 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 fix the road from. Just uh, I-30 from right. here until they get to Hot Springs, yeah. that's going to be a mess for a while. It will be, uh, and it's kind of surprised me that RDOT decided to start that now since they're doing Highway 5 as well because uh, it, i got a feeling it might cause a problem or two for the next month, next uh, year or so, so. Okay. Well, you know, people have to go somewhere to shop. That's right. As long you as know? they stay in Bryant, I don't mind. Yeah, they... <laughs> or maybe Benton every once in a while. He's not a, he, I don't think he's he can hear me. He's not paying attention. So. No, he's not paying attention so. right now. So 
What are some things that you all are having? I mean, you've got to plan for future, you know, building and things of that nature. Are people still as interested in this part of the central part of Arkansas as they have been? I think they are. And, in fact, I think they're actually more interested in it because we've been able to, in the past few years, to to work on our infrastructure. Uh, a couple of years ago, we had a flooding incident that where we had a lot of homes flood. Uh, two weeks ago, we had another flooding where maybe one-tenth of the homes flooded. So so we're improving that. We're, we're improving infrastructure, and we're just providing places for people to live right now for sure. Yeah, how do, how do you deal with the hydraulics of, of an area when, you know, you did some, somebody before you who was mayor, I mean, 20 years, 30 years ago, and they pitched the land this way or that way, and, and now you're building in the place that the water is running to, I mean, this has got to be a, a difficult thing to take care of. It absolutely is, and that's why one of the things we're looking at, we're having to look at now, is going to these older neighborhoods and redoing their stormwater systems in those areas because they weren't done back 20, 30 years ago. Basically, they'd put some curb and, and a road and call that good. And a ditch. And, and maybe, if you're lucky, a ditch. <laughs> some of the areas in Bryant, there's not even a ditch, so that makes it more difficult. Well, i got to tell you what flooding in a time like we got right now uh, this is not normal arkansas weather with no. all the rain that we're getting i think we've had well near 30 inches already this year and yeah. that's incredible amounts of i was water. talking to my stormwater guy yesterday and he said we we're like between 10 and 20 inches over normal already so far for this year so what uh, do what do they do to have the to handle that i mean well, look a, a homeowner is going to look at you all and say what are you going to do to well, fix this well one of the things that they do during the time when it's not raining is that they go out there and make sure these areas are built properly anymore and that that water flows where it's supposed to flow and if everything's done like it's supposed to that should be good but you know as well as i do like we talked about the older areas that's where the problems occur mm-hmm. so we have to go back, and during the rain events, sometimes we have to go out during those times and see exactly where this flooding happens and help with our mitigation of that so we can get some engineers in and do engineering on that. Well, you know, infrastructure work is never cheap. No, it's you not. Know, how do you go about fixing all of this that you, that you find that you need well, to change? Part of what we're doing right now is there's a fee, a stormwater fee that's assessed to every person that's a that lives in the city of Bryant, and that goes directly to stormwater issues. In addition, the city council at the last council, we mentioned to them that we wanted to use up to a million dollars of savings on, a, on some stormwater projects. So now we're in the process of engineering those projects to see what we need to do and figure out where we can put that money for the best use. So how long does it take to, to lay out, you know, an infrastructure plan? Because it's not just about where the infrastructure is being fixed but how it's going to cause maybe problems in other areas you know yeah and you do good things something else may raise its ugly head it's a never-ending job honestly it's never ending uh you, you start with the problems that you can deal with at that time and you have the money to deal with and then as you get more money or other problems arise you reprioritize and work your way through it we try to really stress on these things to make sure that we get the areas that are impacting people's homes first because that's important if your yard's getting wet that's one thing if there's water stands in your yard for a day or so that's one thing but if it 
gets in your house, that's a totally another issue. Yeah. Yes. I know I've been through several floods growing up in my life in different places I've lived with water in my house and very close to my house, and it's not a fun situation for anybody. Yeah, it's nerve-wracking for the most part. So, Mayor Scott, let's look, uh, most of the building that has gone on in, in, in the Bryan area has been in that I-30 corridor. You you, you got to be getting full in in, well, in in that area, or there's is there space? There's a little bit of space left for some some stuff. Some some industries definitely have space for some things in there. Uh, there's also some places for homes. We're actually built. Most of our growth is north of I-30. Okay. So that's where most of our growth is occurring. So, right so now. are you planning as you know the city council and you sitting down, and you know you can make decisions that uh, make people you know, decide to build here or not to build in an area or whatever. Are there areas that you're shooting at that where you want to see the, the buildings go in? Yeah, for the most part, there are. There's always some areas where we don't want buildings to go in, and that are, that are areas that flood on a regular basis. Right. And if we know that already, then why put something there? Of course, in the past, that didn't happen. You know, people just built wherever before regulations came around. So, Well, a few years back, uh, the, the city uh, made the decision to serve alcohol uh, down here in, in, in the in the Bryan area. Uh, here in the very near future, within the next couple of months, medicinal marijuana is going to be legal in the state of Arkansas. Have you all talked about this? Are you going to allow dispensaries in your area? Well, uh a couple of years ago, actually, we, we addressed that through our building code and zoning issues and because we had somebody want a medical marijuana dispensary there. And uh, in order to do it, you have to get a special use permit, mm-hmm. and you have to meet certain requirements, similar to what a pharmacy has to meet. You have to be a certain distance from schools or, or churches and things like right. that. And uh, so we made made those changes in our in our zoning code. To, to help us control that aspect. I don't foresee any medical marijuana places coming into Bryant right now. We don't have any that's in the books that I know of that are, you know, that are looking at our area. I think the closest one right now is going to be Hot Springs. Okay. How about, uh, you know, your, your police department? I'm sure that you work with your local police department and the county police oh, department. Absolutely. You've got, uh, you're, going, you're going to have a brand new, well, it's not brand new, but a, a new legal state-wise um, medicinal marijuana. Are you guys preparing for any, inc- you know, problems that you foresee? We're we're actually looking at that. Yesterday, I was in, a, like I say, I was in a meeting with with uh, Attorney General Rutledge, and one of the things while I was in that meeting, I sent a message to my HR people and my police asking. Uh, where are we on this aspect with regard to medical marijuana and how we're going to address that? Should somebody be pulled over, how can we address that? So, yeah, it's something we're looking at from an employer standpoint as well as from the safety and, and standpoint and legal. Yeah, because it's going to – did she answer any questions about when you pull somebody out over? How do you find out if they're, you know, they're, uh, you know DUI? She did not. And that, that's, that's going to be a tough gonna, area. That's going to be the tricky area. You're basically going to have to find some levels that's in the blood. I guess I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a biologist. I'm actually a geologist by by training, and I guess you'll have to find some levels in the blood that would make it to where you're actually inhibited. I, I you know I really don't know on that. And has the state dealt with that yet? 
I don't think so, but I don't know. <laughs> what a big surprise. Anyway, <laughs> we appreciate your time. Well, thank you I so much for letting long. me be on here. Go out and, and, and stay dry, all right? Well, I'm going to try. I'll have to get wet first. Though. All right, Mayor. All right. Thank you very much, Mayor thank Alan you. Scott here on Dave Ellswick Show. we come back, we'll have the, uh, the Benton Mayor on here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.